Hello and welcome to Saints Live, the final whistle. I'm Steve Forbes and it was a spirited performance from Southampton here at St Mary's but they just couldn't unpick Manchester United's defence in a narrow 1-0 loss here in the Premier League today. Now joining me to discuss all the things from the game itself, we have former Southampton captain Dean Hammond and NBC's lead soccer writer Joe Prince-Wright. Dean, we'll come to you first. Southampton really grew into that game in the second half and were, were unlucky not to get something. They certainly were, Steve. I thought they at least deserved um, a draw. I think actually a draw would have been a fair result. Um, I thought Southampton played very, very well against a, um, a confident Man United team. Um, Man United scored a brilliant goal. Um, I don't think you can take anything away from that. But from 30 minutes on into the game, I thought Southampton were, were excellent. Um, dominated um, a little bit more possession, lots of crosses into the box, created half chances, a couple of good opportunities, whether it was from um, set pieces or open play, um, worked very, very hard. I thought there were some excellent individual performances. Better Kotchap, I thought, again, was excellent. Lavia, you know, for an 18, 19-year-old, is, is, is playing exceptionally well in, in a really important role and position <coughs> on the pitch, um, showing really um, good experience and maturity in that position. I thought he was excellent, um, but a good team performance. And created opportunities and just wasn't their day. Um, but you have to say Man United looked a, a little bit stronger um, and just had that little bit more quality in, in that um, defining moment. Um, the goal from Fernandez was, was brilliant. It's a clinical finish and it's actually a lot harder than he made it look. Um, but Southampton will take a lot from that. They showed good spirit, a togetherness, um, and they played very, very well today. Just But just wasn't meant to be. Just didn't quite drop for them or didn't quite take that opportunity so um, credit to the players I'm sure there's some frustration in, the, in that dressing room there always is when you don't get any points but in terms of the performance I thought they were very very good today and I'm fortunate not to get anything from the game. Yeah Joe both sides would have come into this game with a bit of confidence having picked up their first Premier League wins of the season beforehand but as Dean said it was just that one moment of brilliance that split the sides. That was a difference, Steve. I mean, that's kind of what you get for the quality of having a player like Bruno Fernandes in your team, right? A wonderful finish, great move in the build-up. And as Dean mentioned there, Saints, just the final header, the final pass, final shot, just was a little bit off or a little bit hurried. Or United just managed to do just enough to put them off at key moments. But from box to box, it was a very, very even game. I mean, all the stats are showing that. I think United's fans, players, staff... If that would have ended in a draw, they would have been okay with that. I think a draw was a fair result today. So Saints can take a lot from that. As Dean mentioned, there's a lot of positive performances. I mean, the young signings coming in were absolutely excellent today. Bella Kotchup at the back, Lavia, Bazuno and goal. That whole spine of the team there um, is all new and it's very young. And these players are going to gain so much from these kind of experiences. Yes, they'll be disappointed. But I think for Ralph Hasenhutl, he has to look away from that and say sometimes that extra bit of quality playing one of the big six in the Premier League, that's going to decide a game. But there was nothing else between the teams today. So as a Southampton fan, I have no problems whatsoever with that display. Every single player in a Saints shirt put everything on the line today. Everyone did their job. And it was just one of those moments we have to hold your hands up and say, United's bit of extra quality. That was the difference. Well, before we get into more detail on the game, here's how it panned out, courtesy of BBC Radio Solon. You can get a team that can get done by four at Brentford, or even three at Brentford in May, 
and you can get a team that can beat Liverpool on its day and that's the unpredictability of Southampton and Manchester United over the last few seasons Alanga now he gets it back into Dallow from the edge of the box chips it towards the far post free header and United should score Bazuna with a great save then a block then another block oh my goodness me how have Manchester United not scored and how have Saints kept them out that is some defending from Southampton Benepo comes short he ignores him out swing it to the near post flicks on Benacoccia oh he's towed it over the bar from only five yards out Saints are coming again to Adam Armstrong after Arebo's good work low ball into Shea Adams holds it up turns and shoots straight at De Gea Ward-Prowse is screaming for it I thought Gineppo got there he didn't and another one two from Alanga this is brilliant and then that's a fantastic tackle from Armel Belakotchak United come down the right again pull back to Fernandez. 1-0 with the volley lovely finish from Bruno Fernandes and they strike 10 minutes into the second half United and Adam Armstrong should drive at Dallow here remember he's been booked the Portuguese he's in the box he's going on the outside he's got support from Jennifer but he wants to cross it himself and he does brilliant save brilliant header and then the follow-up over the bar and Saints missed the opportunity out it goes to that left wing now can it come in Armstrong onto his right foot crosses deep to the back post Walker Peters heads it across back header back it comes out to Lianco can't get the shot away and it was Mara with the overhead kick that caused the mayhem and Manchester United's run of unbeaten games at St Mary's continues into another year the first 15 minutes did seem quite end-to-end -end, and then United had a flurry of chances around the 20th minute Dean and and a Bazunu save and, and the defence really stopped that ball going in the back of the net then? It did. It was, it was an unbelievable uh, moment within the game. Uh, a brilliant save from Bazunu. Um, and then the, the rebound ends up at um, Fernandez. It's a br brilliant block from, from Carl Walker-Peters. And then it falls to, to Ericsson. And after two, a, a brilliant save, a brilliant block, you kind of expect Ericsson just to, to put that away. Um, but Bella Kotschup was was there and, and did really, really well to because you think in that position, either Ericsson's going to slide into the corner or it's probably going to hit Bella Kotschup's hands, really, and you, you'll get a penalty. But he makes a fantastic block. And that just demonstrated the, the, the commitment and the desire from <clears throat> the team as a whole um, at Southampton. Never gave up on anything, um, showed real endeavour. Um, and that, that, that moment was brilliant, brilliant defending. And what I mentioned before the game, you need that little bit of luck. And there is some, some luck in there because you expect Man United to, to score. Um, but I thought for the first 20 minutes, it, the Man United were probably the better team. Um, but almost from that moment, a little bit like previous games when Southampton have conceded, they've kind of come to life. But from that moment, it, came, it kind of gave Southampton a bit of spirit um, and a lift. And they grew into the game from then and probably from, like I say, from 30 minutes onwards, especially in that last 15 minutes of the first half, um, I thought they were excellent. Uh, more dominant in possession, pressed a little bit higher, got lots more crosses in the box, had a few chances themselves and actually could have gone um, ahead in the game in the first half and were unlucky not to. Um, but you're right, that, that moment just kind of showed the, the desire and the togetherness as a group to to keep clean sheets and to not concede. So very, very good defending from Southampton in that period. Yeah, from being a rock at the back to nearly giving Southampton the lead on the half-hour mark, a glorious chance for Bella Kotchat, but he, he blazed just over the bar, Joe. But what an opportunity that would have been. Great opportunity, great corner, lovely flick at the near post, and then he just ghosted off his man, totally unmarked. I have to say, Steve, 
just to keep the chance alive. It was a wonderful first touch. He kind of hooked it behind his own uh, right leg, got the ball down to give himself an opportunity. And then he was just kind of stretching and obviously lifted the effort over the bar. Ericsson did enough, I think, just to put him off and put him under a bit of pressure. But that's what I said earlier, just at the key moments for Saints today, maybe the chances just fell to the wrong player or just fell to a player who was off balance or couldn't quite get the rub of the green. And when the ball's just bouncing right for him to slot it home, it just kind of sat up and he was stretching. But he did really well to keep the chance alive. So, um, yeah, it, he's a real threat, I think, from attacking set-piece situations. And that was an area where Saints caused United a lot of problems today in and around the box. And hopefully going forward, they can put one of those away. Um, but yeah, what a talent this young centre-back is. He really is. I mean, even going into the second half, Dean, he, he had a last-ditch challenge on Anthony Alanga to prevent United having an opportunity on goal. I mean, what a performance from Bella Kocha. He was brilliant, Steve. Really, really good. Again, a little bit like Lavia, he's shown real maturity for, for a player at such a young age. And you think the partnership with Bella Kocha and, and Salasu, Salasu's 23, 24, Bella Kocha's 20, um, there's not a lot of experience between them, but it seems like it's a really good partnership. It looks like they enjoy playing um, together and it was a brilliant interception um, just right at the vital moment. Salisu was trying to come across and just timed it so well. He didn't go to ground, didn't dive in, just timed it and got his, his, his foot there just in time. But he looked really, really strong and really, really dominant, um, composed in possession as well. He had a couple of moments towards the end where he was running with the ball and I thought he was actually going to score where he went past two Man United players and took a strike from distance. Again, shows his confidence and his belief in him. So he looks like he's been a really, really good sign and I'm sure he'll get better. I'm sure we'll have to be patient with him as well because for a, a player at such a young age, there will be dips of form and ups and downs, um, a bit like Salasu. Um, but he looks really, really strong and um, a player that is going to grow into this Southampton team and be really, really important. So, he looks like he has everything. He has that turn of pace as well when he was racing Rashford um, or Ronaldo um, or Sancho covering. His positioning's getting better as well. I think he's reading the game a little bit better as he gets more experience, as he gets more game time and gets up to speed and the intensity of the Premier League. So he's very, very good today. And, um, you know, he's he's staking his claim for a consistent run in the Southampton team. Yeah, he certainly is. And we talked about that moment of brilliance that defined the game at the top of the show. Uh, Bruno Fernandes putting away a fantastic effort from across from Diogo Dallo. Joe, do you want to talk us through that goal? Yeah, Steve. I mean, sometimes you just have to applaud it, right? Dean and I were speaking at the end of the game. There's not much you can do from a defensive standpoint when you actually look and break down the goal. So, obviously, United play it centrally, quick one-touch passing movement third man runs and then the ball gets put out to Dallo on the right side of the box and it's a wonderful cross he's picked Bruno Fernandes out perfectly and then the first time finish on on the volley as the ball skips up like that it's so hard to do but technically we know how gifted Bruno Fernandes is and I was looking again at from a defensive standpoint Carl Walker-Peters should he have been out there did he get sucked in a little bit too much but I don't think so it's so hard to criticize any Saints player in that situation and again, I mean, how many tens of millions of Man United spent on players? Sometimes when it clicks for them, it just clicks. And that that's unfortunately just the brutal nature of the Premier League, right? You can play so well, um, maybe miss a few chances yourself. And then if you're playing against one of the big six, 
they can do that too. So a wonderful goal from Bruno Fernandes. And uh, yeah, that said, Saints, uh, they didn't, they didn't really drain them. I thought, oh, this is going to be a big test now. But just like the games against Leeds and Leicester, they came flying back even after they went behind and uh, were really unlucky not to get something in the end. No, you're, you're totally right because they had two great chances. Joe Aribo heading uh, against De Gea, a fantastic save from him. And then Kyle Walker-Peters just putting uh, his header over the bar. It felt like Southampton were on top really, Dean, for the final 20 minutes, but just couldn't find the result that they were looking for. Yeah, and Joe's right, Steve, that Southampton are reacting really, really well to disappointment this season, um, which is brilliant for such a young team. Um, and they finished strong, and it was brilliant play from from Adam Armstrong actually, which I I think he grew into the game as well. And he had, when he had more touches of the ball, more possession in the Man United's half, he was really really positive, nice and direct. Looks like there's that confidence coming back in him. I, he still needs a goal, but playing on the left hand side, I think it's given him a a new spark. If I'm honest, it was brilliant play from him. He tried to go past the defender once, cut back, and then a really really good cross and. A rebo, it's really good timing and a good header. There's not much else he can do, and it's a brilliant reaction save from from De Gea. And then Carl Walker Peters getting in that attacking position, which we know he do, which he does from right back. Just can't quite get a a better connection on it uh, to get his head over the ball to to head it down because he actually does the right thing where he heads the ball back from where it's come. And De Gea, he's kind of wrong footed him. He's going across the goal, uh, but just can't quite get it on target. So. Southampton reacted very, very well. And I, I like what we've said, I think they deserved an equaliser. I think they deserved to get a goal today, but it just didn't quite happen. And it was that little bit of luck that they just needed. Maybe that just falls a little bit lower for Cole Walker-Peters or it falls to a, a Shea Adams instead, instead, who's in really, really good form. And then they do get the equaliser. So credit to the players for the effort they put in and, and the bravery to, to go and try and get the equaliser. And again, didn't really... Man United didn't really cause them problems on the counter-attack when they were committing bodies forward. The, the recovery run and the fitness of the, of the players was, was brilliant from Southampton. So, unfortunate, just couldn't quite get that equaliser. Well, Ralph did bring on another young player and striker, Sekou Mara. He had an overhead kick. The fans were on their seat. They had an, he had an overhead kick and then tried to place a shot just past the hair but went narrowly wide. What an impact he had on the game, Joe. Brilliant, Steve. That's exactly what you want from a, a substitute. Obviously, and we mentioned before the game about his potential. He showed at Leicester with that finish last week. That was offside. And he's got something special, right? You can tell that the fans, they know that. You can see when he drops his shoulder, he sprayed out a couple of passes to the left wing, was cutting inside. And I mean, had that overhead kick or that, that volleyed effort at the end gone in, I mean, I don't know what I would have done. I would have probably gone to Bordeaux myself and thanked them for letting us sign him and had a few bottles of red with them. But he... um yeah, he's, he's very, very talented. I'm really looking forward to seeing him getting a run of games alongside Shea Adams or someone else up top and just making the most of that potential because I think if you give him chances in those areas, he can. he's one of these players, right, that can just make something out of nothing, bend one into the top corner. It's so close, Steve. And it, if that would have gone in, then, like I said before, Man United wouldn't have any complaints and Saints would have got what they deserved. But football's a bit harsh sometimes, right, lads? And uh, I think Southampton were just on the wrong end of a bit of bad luck. But it was, it was not down to a lack of effort from any of the players. And Mara, once again, he's got a lot of quality. I'm looking forward to seeing him develop along with all the other young players at Saints this season. Yeah, definitely. Save me a ticket for that cheese and wine tour, Joe. <laughs> I'll we'll definitely do, join you on that. <laughs>
Well, let's hear it from Ralph Hasenhutl now. Here's what the Saints boss had to say after the game. Yeah, this is also part of this of this beautiful game that you sometimes uh, um, put a lot of uh, good things, good work on the pitch, and still don't get the reward. But uh, yeah, this is this is uh, nothing that that uh, should uh, let us worry because we, we we have shown that we are competitive today, and and it was in the end. Uh, some matches that were missing for scoring goals and in the end uh, one good action from the opponent decided this game. This can happen in football and especially against uh, top teams it happens. Next up we've got Chelsea here at St Mary's on Tuesday uh, in a late kickoff. What are your early thoughts ahead of that one? Because I can imagine Southampton would be going into that with quite a bit of confidence Dean. Yeah and an another test for, for the young players, um, another opportunity to play against one of the big boys um, but if they put in the same effort the same performances they did today, uh, with that same mentality of, of the disciplined defending, as playing as a group, as sticking together, um, and then with that creative spark when they get the opportunities to attack Chelsea, as we saw last week, which Leeds did. Um, Leeds gave up quite a lot of possession, but were electric on the counter-attack and very, very brave in the number of players they got forward. And Southampton can cause Chelsea similar problems. Get a little bit of a longer rest as... Chelsea are kicking off in, in 10 minutes, so a little bit more recovery. Every little bit uh, um, counts um, at this level. Um, so it would be interesting to see how the manager approaches that. Would he go with the same shape? Would he go with the same approach? Would he change the personnel? Because there is that competition within the group and players that will believe that they, they should be playing, which is always healthy. Um, so a good test for, for Southampton. And this is what you want to test yourself against the best. Um, so, yeah, they'll, they'll have some confidence in that. The result's not gone for them today. But the performance was very, very strong. Yeah, we'll have to see how Chelsea fare against Leicester today, Joe. But not not a great result for them last time out. 3-0 against Leeds. How do you think they're going to be approaching the game? Yeah, not a great start to the season overall, Steve. So I think, as we saw against Leeds, they struggle with high-pressing teams. Um, and obviously, Saints are very, very good at that. So that, that bodes well for this game in particular. Um, I'm, I'm intrigued to see if Saints are going to make changes or how many changes will they make there's a lot of young players like Dean mentioned who are now going to be asked to play twice in three days and very, very intense games against top six teams so we will see the likes of Romeo, Perot, Stuart Armstrong maybe even Mara come in from the start and I think now there's a lot of flexibility with this squad that Hazanutl has where he can just chop and change and the level doesn't really drop so I'm intrigued to see that I think Chelsea obviously are the clear favourites but I think defensively um, they've shown some. They they can get be got at, especially in behind. And I think Saints today did that at times to United, and that's what I want to see more from them. If they can try and stretch Chelsea's defence, then I think that's really where they'll struggle. Kulabali's had a bit of a tough start to life in the Premier League. As Pelaqueta, experienced players, but I don't think uh, pace is their key um, key key ability. So I think Southampton again just have to go for it. Take a lot of positives, and you can see from Ralph Hasenhutl's post-game reactions and thoughts. He said he's very proud of what the team are doing, and he's not scared with this team uh, because they do exactly what he's telling them to do. And uh, as a Saints fan, I'm I'm really enjoying watching these young players right now, and I just hope they take it to Chelsea just the way they took it to Man United. Because other than a bit of luck today, they should have got a result.
Definitely just a few sleeps to go for that match for Saints fans. But Joe, Dean, thank you so much for joining me on Saints Live and on the final whistle today. I'm sure we'll speak to you very, very soon. A moment of brilliance from Bruno Fernandes was the difference today as Southampton couldn't just get a result that they needed in a 1-0 defeat against Manchester United here. We'll be back with you on Tuesday night for the visit of Chelsea. It's a 7.45 kickoff for that game. So we'll have another Saints Live for you at 6.30. Enjoy the rest of your weekend and we'll see you then.